Hello, and welcome back to our podcast, The Boss Ravioli Queens. We are Boss Lady Amy, Nicole Ravioli, and Jasmine the Queen. And we are healthcare workers who decided we are going to spill all the ravioli on the ins and outs of working in healthcare. This isn't your usual podcast. If you came here for health and beauty tips, you're going to be disappointed because we are going to get messy. Every other week, we will feature a different topic that dives into the not-so-talked-about taboo and just plain underbelly of health. Care. We will talk about what it's like being a caregiver outside of work and all the struggles that come with it. Just trying to be normal, everyday people. On that note, let's get messy. Warning, this podcast includes profane language, crude humor, mature subjects, and possible talk of bodily fluids. This may not be suitable for listeners under the age of 18. Okay, so this episode is called Tales from the Bathroom. Um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, about 90% of caregiving uh, takes place in the bathroom, <laughs> from whether you're cleaning someone up to giving a shower to getting them dressed. Most cares take place in the bathroom, and therefore we have some pretty goofy stories that we can tell um, from the bathroom. So, let's dive right in. Okay, how about you tell us one of yours first, and... We'll kind of so, go from there. my absolute favorite caregiving story ever, I had a lady who had these, like, she wasn't necessarily incontinent. She had this condition where, like, she had these little, like, holes that got poked in her intestine, basically, and so stuff would leak, and because of that... That sucks. Yeah, so it's it was kind of like she was incontinent, but she wasn't actually incontinent because it wasn't coming out of... Right. So, because of that, she always had to wear, like, these special thick pad thingies, and then, of course, she had the Depends, and she never, ever, ever believed us when she was, like, leaking in her underwear, and so I remember one time I put her on the toilet, and she looks down, and she sees, like, the leaked contents, And she goes, what the hell? Somebody's been farting on my butt. Oh, my God. And I I just sat there and stared and tried so hard not to laugh. And then I got out of her room once we were done. And I went and I sat in the med room and just laughed. That's the hardest part, y'all, is when you're doing it and trying to not laugh at something that you know is hilarious and anybody in their right mind would think is funny but <laughs> help me but you literally cannot <laughs> laugh out of like respect for them and stuff so you you're literally like with all your might trying to hold that in <laughs> so i guess the lesson here is when you have pooped yourself and you don't want to admit it just blame it on someone else and say that someone's been farting on your butt. <laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> so that's my favorite tale. I have plenty of others, but that's the one that I think is the most hilarious and that I still tell to this day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I actually had one that was like pretty recently. I was working in um, memory care <laughs> and... Um, I got everybody situated, got everybody taken care of, um, had a little bit of time, basically was going to try to take my break so I could eat something, because I haven't eaten all day. 
<laughs> and I go to like start heating up my food and one of the ladies literally just started taking her pants off in the hallway and I'm like, oh my God, what is going on right now? <laughs> and I walk over there and there's, there's poop everywhere. Like oh. all in her, all in her <laughs> pants, all over her. I tried starting oh. to walk her to her room and she must have already been in there. <laughs> so there was poop all over her floor, <laughs> all over her walls, all over like her blankets and her clothes. Oh. And of course, you know, since it's memory care, she doesn't really, it's kind of hard to communicate and get them to do what you want. So you kind of have to like coax them into it. So I'm like basically trying to get her at least to the bathroom to sit on the toilet so I can start stripping her down and cleaning her up and whatever. <laughs> and I'm trying to clean up part of the bathroom floor at the same time so I can clean her up on in a clean area. Right. And um, as I'm doing that, she keeps trying to get up and like basically <laughs> get no. away. And I'm like... I basically have to, like, shove her on the toilet to stay there. I didn't have my coworker at the time because, um, while I was trying to clean her up, she was busy cleaning up another lady who pooped in somebody else's room on the floor. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> somebody else's room? Yeah, in somebody oh. else's room. So, oh, my God. So... <laughs> And, and this was after we already had them all cleaned up and, like, ready for bed, so... Love that. Ugh. So it was, like, round two of cleaning them up. <laughs> Negative, it was writer. It was not fun. But we finally was able to get her just, like, in the shower, started hosing her down and cleaning Ugh. her up or whatever. Finally, later, somebody was able to come help me start cleaning the rest of the room, so... Like we were cleaning the room while she was cleaning the room while I was cleaning her. <laughs> so I have to say props to those facilities that have drains in the floor oh, for situations yes. just yes. like that when you could take the hose from the tub and just spray everything in the entire bathroom down. <laughs> Stop it down the drain. <laughs> Waffle stomp. <laughs> Drain many times. That's so gross. It is it's disgusting. Gross, but I don't. We are all guilty of it. I if I can avoid it, I'm not gonna pick it up out of the. Shower. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Especially when you have excellent water pressure and it just breaks everything right up. Oh yeah, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need one of your stories now, Nicole. Ravioli. Let's pull one out of the repertoire. (laughs) (laughs) Rolodex. (laughs) Hopefully most of you are old enough to know what that is. (laughs) You just made me feel so old. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's go behavioral. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. So I was working for this one place. Many houses, I was trained at most of them, um, 
had this one autistic person, very tall, wouldn't know that he was autistic if you just, like, saw him in public oh or something. Oh, God. I know which one. I, nope. <laughs> nope. You never met this one. No, no, no. I know what story. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, there's, there's like, um, a little mom and pop, like, car dealership down the road from this house. And he decided that he was just going to elope. And for those of you that do not remember what eloping is, it's when a resident runs the fuck away <laughs> from the house, which he did. And my Without coworker, <laughs> my coworker looks at me and she's like, your turn, track star. <laughs> I was like, thanks for letting him get like a three minute head start with his fucking... I don't, I don't know, Shaquille O'Neal legs. Like, God, this guy. And he skipped. He skipped and made it look effortless. And here I am behind him just like, I'm going to twist my ankle. This is a field. I'm not paid enough for this. So I make it over to, like, the car dealership place. And thank God they were closed for the day. They were closed. So he's, like, trying to open the door to the dealership. Not working. (laughs) Trying to open car doors. Not working. So I just, like, I go over and I'm like, hey, bud, let's go home. (laughs) And mind you, the the part that I forgot to mention is that he wore boxers and Depends. Mm. So he had his Depend on under his boxers. Mm -hmm. That's ideal. That is all he was wearing. No shirt, no pants, no shoes, no socks. Oh, oh, that's no. not ideal. No. No, it's not. <laughs> Please tell me it was at least summer. It was. Oh, thank God. Kind of. It was like, I think it was like September when this happened. Was August or September. technically covered, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, this guy looks normal, okay? He looks completely fine. It's when you see, like, when he gets agitated and he makes his noises and does his little hand movements and, you know, stimming mm. and whatever. So I'm arm in arm with him and we're just walking down the highway back to the house and I shit you not, three cars, three of them slowed down to probably like five miles per hour or less and I just got the head turns from every single one of them. So I'm like thinking, what, do they think that this guy is like my boyfriend and I caught him cheating and this is some kind of punishment? (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, let's make you walk back home in your underwear. But yeah, um, so he got back to the house and I looked at my coworker and I was like, the next five times are yours. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my oh, one of my no. fun stories. <laughs> Behavioral is a trip, y'all. I could oh. write books for days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I have a story when I worked in the hospital. Um, there was this guy, could not keep like, anything on him. Like, could not keep a gown, could not keep Ugh. anything on him. Why? And he was yeah. like, <laughs> and he was kind of like a perv. So, so every time you would walk in his room to do anything, like knock and walk in or whatever, he would literally like look at you and then he would just spread eagle. <laughs> oh my god! No! Yeah, and he did it to everybody and then there was one night that um we were like ams were started coming in for shift change and he just like i don't know what came over him but he literally just ran out of his room butt ass naked (laughs) 
down the halls while like the new shift and like family members were coming in for visitation and we're like chasing him trying to get him covered up. <laughs> it was not ideal. It was really not ideal. Because, I mean, if you know a hospital, when you know most people come to visit their loved ones, they bring, like, their kids and, like, their families and whatever (laughs) to visit, like, mom in the hospital or something. But, like, he was just, yeah, he was... (laughs) Do you know what that reminds me of? What? Big fluffy donkey dick. No! (laughs) Oh, God! It was so gross. For those of you that don't know, I'm referencing South Park. <laughs> it was not. It was not fun. It was not fun. I mean, I, I don't have a story that that that's that gross, but um, I remember one time I had to. We were so short staffed that I had to bring my guys over to another house because they didn't have staff over there. So I'm responsible for my people for my home and also that home. And so, so how many, wait, how many residents total did you have that day then? I had seven. Oh. Because there was four at that house, and then I took my three guys with me. So I'm by myself watching seven people. And if you guys don't know, um, technically the legal limit for, for usually caregivers is, depending on like facilities and stuff, it's usually like four to one. Yep, it's so. usually one to four. It can be five, depending on how independent the people are. Mm-hmm. But typically, it depends, it's one to it four. It depends the level of care. Correct. Anyway, so I'm sitting here at this house with seven people, <laughs> and all three of my guys are just tearing this house apart, and I feel so terrible. I literally have one eating. The, keep in mind, this was at the same time. This was literally all happening at the same time. One of my guys is literally eating food out of their trash. The other one of my guys is, he has OCD, and he's compulsively washing his hands, and he's literally going through paper towel left and right and just pulling and pulling and pulling, and he just keeps emptying the roll, (laughs) and he just keeps washing, keeps washing, and then as this is going on, one of my other guys (laughs) is in the bathroom, and he tried making it to the toilet, but he couldn't quite make it in time. So he pooped all over the floor, literally right next to the toilet. And I'm just like, you get out of the garbage. You stop washing your hands. I have to go clean up this guy. Just everybody go sit down. Stop terrorizing this house. We do not live here. This is not ours. (laughs) Sit down. Stop. (laughs) That's literally like one of those... Like a scene out of a movie when that stupid music is playing. That's, that's what I felt like. I was like, this is not real. Like, I am in the Matrix right now. Like, I would have probably like, had to stand there for a second and take it all in and I'd be like, this is not happening. Right like, I'm like, maybe if I just close my eyes, it'll all go away. Also, just for, just for clarification, you can't make this shit up. No, no. you can't. No. No, you really can't. <laughs> oh my god. Well, since we're still on people running away. Oh, <laughs> and chaos. So this one is not actually my my story, mm-hmm. but it kind of is because I was a little bit involved. Oh, god. 
I have, so, another, I have another running away story after yours, <laughs> too. So, I'm a runner. I'm a track star. <laughs> literally. Me and one of my friends who used to live together and work together, same place, um, she was, like, the assistant manager, and at the time, our manager was on vacation, so she had asked my friend to step in and be, like, on call. So, my brother... <laughs> calls my friend and we were like out shopping at Aldi's I think at the time and he's like yeah that new respite guy he just ran away and I'm chasing him right now and my brother's like all out of breath on the phone because again this is another house that's right on the fucking highway (laughs) so this guy stripped down naked bare ass Ran down the fucking highway, probably about a mile, mile and a half, and jumped in the neighbor's pond. <laughs> jumped in the neighbor's pond, and my brother's like, what do I do? Oh my god. And we were like, oh, is he, like, gonna get out of the pond? And my brother was like, I don't think so. Wait, so- did he know how to swim? Again, I only, I was not there for well, the whole incident. Well, he survived, incident. so I guess so. Yeah, either the pond wasn't that deep or he knows how to swim. I have no idea. But I guess, like, the neighbors called the cops. As they should have. So right, like, so. that's like anybody's like, there is somebody in the pond. A naked person. There's a naked man in my pond. <laughs> So me and my friend just leave our cart in the middle of the store. (laughs) She's like, don't worry, we'll be right there. So we drive out there, and mind you, it's probably like a 10 to 15 minute (laughs) drive-ish, maybe. But we were speeding, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) So we got there a lot faster. But we find my brother on the highway, just (laughs) chilling. And he's like, he got out of the fucking pond when he heard the cops were coming. <laughs> Some <laughs> shit like that. Went back to the house before the cops even got there. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, I don't, I don't honestly know if there was police contact or not. There may have been, but if there was, I don't know about it. <laughs> but butt ass naked. Went skinny dipping in the neighbor's pond. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of mine. So I was working at a facility and had this lady who was kind of confused in a wheelchair, which is fine, whatever. Um, I was down the hall, like basically at the under, other end of the facility, um, trying to um, clean somebody else up in the bathroom and everything. And, and then I heard, like, the door alarm, which, like, we have, like, a double door where it's, like, the first one, like, alarms if somebody's, like, come entering or leaving or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought nothing of it. I'm like, oh, somebody went out to do something or, or like, somebody came in Valid. or whatever. But then it was, like, going off for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, weird. So I had, like, my person, like, on the toilet. So I, like, kind of peeked around the corner. And I, like, saw that there was this confused lady was trying to get out and I was like, oh crap. 
And I, like, thought nothing of it at first because I'm like, okay, I know my coworker's in the kitchen or whatever. At least she was in the kitchen. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she'll probably grab it because I was in the middle of something else with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I started, like, getting the one lady off the toilet or whatever, mm-hmm. getting her pants pulled up, and got her in the wheelchair, and then I heard, like, the door alarm stop. And I was like... And I'm like... <laughs> I peeked for a second. So, like, this lady's in her chair, so it's it's fine. I got her off the toilet or whatever. And so then I peeked again out of that other lady's room to see what was happening, and I caught that one. I caught her going for the second set of double doors and almost halfway out them. Oh, I literally, no. I literally oh. like went back in the room and I'm like, "I'm here back," and then like <laughs> I ran all the way down the hall, and she and I didn't make it until she got out and she started rolling in her wheelchair <laughs> down this incline, and I'm chasing her down the parking lot. To stop her from hitting the gl- the grass and flipping out of her wheelchair. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So I have like a f- I have um, we'll say three little mini stories. They're really short, and they all took place at the same facility. Oh boy! <laughs> so the first one, I had a resident who. She supposedly couldn't walk anymore. She was not supposed to be transferring herself. And one night, so I worked knock shift for two years, which is overnights. And one night, all of a sudden, the fire alarm goes off. And me and my coworker are freaking out. We cannot get the alarm system to turn off. And so I'm like running down like, up and down the hallways, and I'm, like, checking on everyone, like, oh, my God, is there actually a fire? What's going on? And then I see this little lady who's not supposed to be transferring herself or anything. Supposedly, she can't even walk. (laughs) I see her just wheeling on down the hallway. That happens a lot, y'all. And um, (laughs) I was like... A lot, a lot. Did you pull the alarm? She's like, yep. I was like, did you get yourself out of bed? Did you get yourself into your wheelchair? I was so mad. So then on top of that, like I said before, we couldn't get the alarms to turn off. We could not get the panel to work to save our lives. So we had to call the fire department and the alarms and the lights were going off for (laughs) a half hour before the fire department came. Wonderful. Yeah, because when we called, we were like, hey, we tried calling the alarm company. This is not working. It's not turning off. And they're like, well, try this and this and this and give us a call back. So we did. It didn't work. Obviously, they didn't prioritize it because it wasn't a real fire. Mm. So we took them a half hour to show up. Mm-mm. I should. I would have just told them it was a real fire. <laughs> so that's. I've been like false alarm. <laughs> I can't get the thing to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was funny because then when they finally came out and fixed it for us, they were like, "How long has this been going on?" It was like about a half hour, and they were like, "And no one woke up." No, no, no one except for the lady that pulled it. Probably <laughs> helps you know that like some of them usually are like deaf. 
<laughs> right? Well, and actually, this lady had pulled the fire alarm several times before, but we didn't oh. know that. She had always done it on day shift. And obviously, like, they would just call and have the alarm companies turn it off, but mm-hmm. it wasn't working for us, and it was knock shift. So this was our first time ever with her pulling it on our shift. And so apparently, actually, it She's got She's evolving. To, right? <laughs> so it got to a point where um, the fire department actually told the facility and her family, it was her daughter who was her guardian, that if she didn't stop pulling the alarm, every time they had to come out and turn it off for us, it'd be a $2,000 per alarm pulling. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so that was the first story. And then this, the second one is really short. I had a guy who um, took iron pills, and if you don't know, iron turns your poop into basically like tar. It yeah, becomes it's sticky, tarry and black. black, and it smells awful. Oh, it's awful! And it's so so difficult to clean. To, yes, to get it, off. Like, just sticks. sticks to everything. It's so sticky. Yes. If you so, didn't know this, weirdly enough. Shaving cream on like a washcloth to scrub it away works pretty well. Did not know also that. Also, lotion. Mm-hmm. Lotion does work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Perry spray. Perry spray works sometimes. Perry too. spray is. Now we have to explain. Perry spray is just a perineal cleanser. It's basically it's like just... a spray that you just. Yep. It helps clean everything up. Sometimes stuff just doesn't want to come off and you gotta like scrub at it. So instead of doing that, that's supposed to help with it. And it's, for those of you that don't know, perineal means you downstairs. Yep, it's literally no rinse crotch cleaner. <laughs> Basically. That's what it is. It's like Windex. Anyway. <laughs> Stop it. Windex for ya for your downstairs for your windows. <laughs> So, anyway, one of my dudes took iron pills, and one night, um, he came out, and he was, like, getting worse with his dementia and stuff, Mm. and so he was, like, increasingly having more and more confusion and agitation and stuff, and so he, like, comes out, and, like... I'm, like, in the little living area thing, and this was when I was working at a big facility, so the hallways are pretty long, and so, like, I had all of the lights off in all the other rooms except for the two hallways, and that's all I needed. So, he starts walking out, and at first I was like, I was like, what was going on? Like, to me, it looks like he's wearing a t-shirt and black shorts, and so I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, they normally don't put you to bed in black shorts. They normally put you to bed in a depend and a white t-shirt. I can already see where this is going. <laughs> and so, <laughs> as I'm walking up closer to him, first off, this man was so pale that um, he wasn't wearing a white t-shirt. He didn't have a shirt on. And second of all, he was not wearing black shorts. He was covered in iron poop. Wow. Oh, I knew it was coming, but hearing you say it didn't make it any better. No, it didn't. <laughs> and then he got mad at me for some reason. I don't even know why, but we made it back to his room and he just like threw his walker and I was like, are, are you done? Because like, I need to get you in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> no. And was he done? 
Eventually, yes. So then he took a shower, and then he thought it was time to get up, and he was real confused. Oh, yeah, because he gets more Showers, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there was that. And then my last mini story is actually regarding the same guy. So they, we had a lady in the facility that he, like, was convinced that this was, like, his dead wife. Like, he... Oh, I hate that. That's the same. Sad. Well, like, it was weird because... Like, I saw pictures of her, and, like, she looked nothing like her. But anyway, he was convinced that it was her. And one day, he was telling me about the love of his life. And he was like, yeah, the, that lady. You know, you know the one. And I was like, do you mean so-and-so? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, but I think if she's going to be the love of your life, you need to know her name. <laughs> and he... He's like, I know her name. And he said something. And he's like, that one, my girlfriend. Oh, no. Stop <laughs> and then it was funny because later that day, I was in by her and I was like, so, so-and-so tells me that you guys are together. I was like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, she was like, I don't even like him. He's obsessed with me. <laughs> oh, my high school. God. Sounds like high school. <laughs> Old people drama. I mean, seriously. <laughs> sometimes there's so much drama in the nursing home. It's ridiculous. It's like high school. Well, anyways, I think we're going to save some stories for future episodes. And I think we're going to say bye for this one. Bye. 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 This has been the Boss Ravioli Queens podcast with your hosts, Boss Lady Amy, Nicole Ravioli, and Jasmine the Queen. Thank you so much for spilling your ravioli with us. Don't worry, we'll serve you more next time. Until next time, go wash your ass.